Hello. Greetings. <laughs> oh, that that's high def right there, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> oh, a little HD audio for the the listening audience. <laughs> How was your Black Friday? Did you get any deals? No, I didn't. Well, yeah, I did. I did. I got a laptop and I got uh, some earbuds by Dr. Dre, oh, nice. I think. And uh, I got a stylus. But I just did the curbside. I didn't, I didn't go in the stores and slack with the slept with the rest of those people. <laughs> slack. The slept. uh your uh, mic sounds pretty clear, so that's good. Oh. Good to know. Yeah. Good to hear, my friend. So, uh what do we have going on in the NFL right now? Well, <laughs> I don't know if you checked <laughs> news but it seems like covid has just run wild <laughs> hulk ran wild all through the 80s right now the covid <laughs> is running wild through the nfl we've got the ravens are infected the pittsburgh steelers are infected and hot off the press <laughs> the denver broncos the denver broncos sent home all their quarterbacks <laughs> so i don't know how they're going to play that game uh this week but uh yeah it's pretty wild man I'll tell you what, right now, they, uh, the NFL announced even before that, the Broncos stuff today, that they want every team Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday following the games tomorrow to have all their facilities closed for two days. So it's like they know. The NFL knows this is getting out of control. Why didn't they just do a damn bubble? Look, man, there's people that go in the military. They deploy to war zones where they get attacked daily. I don't think it's asking that much for these football players to deal with a bubble for several weeks where, oh, you're not getting attacked daily. Man up. Get it done. I don't get it. I, I think, don't like it. I think they got a plan. If they don't plan their playoff bubble. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, exactly. The, the playoffs absolutely have to be in a bubble. Yeah. And I just then, can't believe that there hasn't been no announcement about that. The no boy. fun league, the NFL – they got to get that going, man. They got to get that the the bubble going if they want if any, to get this season over. If it if anything, it's a vacation from your family. <laughs> <laughs> or like what Bob Wise, a, a vacation from my problems, mm-hmm. Doctor Marvin. Like, what's the problem here, man? Like, I would be as a player, whether you're single, well, if you're married, hey, you get a nice little break. You get <laughs> you're you're getting paid. You're yeah. not getting stuck in a war zone. Like, come on. Yeah, a holiday, what? A vacation. You got these guys. These guys are deranged <laughs> to not do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. Hey, what happened to Tua? He's doubtful now. And Fitzpatrick's looking like he's going to play. Huh. Well, he twists his I, ankle I, or what? I'm not. I'm not laughing at him being hurt. Let me make that. A, let me make it abundantly clear. Uh, but he did in practice. Apparently, he jammed his thumb on his throwing hand. And this is, this was the, this was the whole deal with Tua in college. He was labeled as glass Joe. He was labeled as glass Joe for a reason. How's the audio sounding right now? Pretty good. Like you're, it's like you're right next to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't need that. I need a, I need a real woman. I need a nice, cute, curvy one. You don't need hot women. I saw at target today, like just with their masks on. I just, I was like, I, I, I could not, imagine myself like there's one i'd want on my couch there's another one i'd want on my couch look at him and look at this him i said him look at this gal in leggings <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. my god i digress 
Tua is glass Joe. And the fact that I didn't even know this. He's not playing. He's officially not playing. Okay. Did no, it's a joke over there. <laughs> no, I thought you were, I thought you knew that. I thought you had like a revelation. No. Like, Tua is doubtful. That's Tua's not doubtful, good. And they're thinking that Fitzpatrick will play. Maybe Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, maybe he tripped him <laughs> out of practice because he, he knows he wants to play. Who the hell knows? Yeah, uh, to be honest, this is the universe uh, basically telling Brian Flores to stick it because the way he pulled Tua last week, I don't think was the right way to go. I don't think anybody agreed with that. So he, so he's playing not great. That's his first time not playing not great since you've had him in. Why would you? It make you. This is how you lose your team. This is how you lose your team. So let let's go back. Let's take a page out of the Bills playbook. Sean McDermott almost lost his team his inaugural season as head coach when he pulled Tyrod Taylor and put Nate Peterman in. Now I get it. Tua should be better, much better than Nate Peterman, but still, he pulled Tyrod midseason. They got crushed with Nate Peterman. He threw five interceptions. And thankfully, thankfully, Sean McDermott swallowed his pride, did the right thing, and got Tyrod the hell back in there the following week, and they beat the Chiefs. Life was good. But you can't do this screwball stuff where you, you bench a guy, like he benched Ryan Fitzpatrick. Puts in Tua, everything's okay. It's Tua the rest of the way. And then you pull him like mid-game last week. And oh, now, oh, wait, he gets hurt in practice. Now you, now you have to go with the guy that you officially benched two weeks ago, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So good job, Brian Flores. And I'm sick and tired of hearing from all these sports pundits like, Brian Flores is going to be a great head coach. He's just going to be one of those guys that really makes it from the Bill Belichick. Side. Shut up. Shut Make like a tree and leave. Because we don't know yet. It's, he's in year two. He's in year two. We don't know if Brian Flores is a qualified head coach. Tell me, talk to me when we get to the playoffs with him. And then we'll talk about if he's a good head coach. And yeah, I'm talking to you, Colin Cowturd. I hate that guy. Sorry. I'm, I'm in rare form tonight. <laughs> I, can, I can tell, man. But let me just, let me just get in there and talk about a, <laughs> a coach that wasn't fit to be a head coach. And it was also from the Bill Belichick tree. And that's my, Matt Patricia. <laughs> who was fired today <laughs> for his very poor performance at the Thanksgiving game against the Houston Texans. Although the Texans were due for a game where they exploded with points. So, you know, it happened to the Detroit Lions who now look pathetic. And yeah, they fired Matt Patricia, which is funny because Adam Gase, <laughs> Mr. Owen 10, Adam Gase still has a job. I don't know how that's a possibility or how that's a thing. Well, I think I know it's a thing. They're they're purposely keeping them in there so that they get that first round, first overall, first round pick. Well, and they're going to pick that player from Clemson, right? Then they'll get rid of uh, Darnold, Miss Lawrence, Mister Sunshine, whatever you want to call him, Trevor Lawrence. Yep, who looks like the guy from Remember the Titans, the quarterback from Remember the Titans. If you look at Trevor Lawrence, he literally is like the spinning image of the kid that played the QB in high school and remember the Titans and people remember that movie. Yeah, nobody's listening anyway, but you know, you get my point. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> th- th- I'm glad. Uh, no. Yeah. Matt Patricia, the guy that sticks a pencil 
in between his ear and his head, and we're supposed to believe he's a fucking genius. Oh, I just, I'm sorry, I swore. <laughs> we're not doing, we're not going to do sponsors this week, by the way. <laughs> okay, but you know, we heard this for years, like, oh, what he, but he went, he was an engineer, and he turned into a head coach. I don't care. Can he win it? And there, he, there you go. He didn't get it done. Did he get it done? No. And he went in and he alienated the culture that Jim Caldwell built in Detroit. And they fired Jim Caldwell, who had them in the who playoffs. Who took them to the twice. playoffs twice. Yeah, took, took the <laughs> freaking lines of playoffs twice. And that wasn't good enough suddenly. So let's bring in pencil head Matt Patricia, whoever though he looks like Stanley Kubrick too. Oh, so, okay, I guess he's a, a smart enough guy. He could direct movies like Stanley Kubrick, just like he could be a great coach. He's neither. Go back to engineering for Christ's sake. And and he and to be to be fair, the only reason I'm picking on him, he was a dick to the media in Detroit. There was an excerpt maybe like a month ago where he was just a cocky SOB where he has no clout and no reason to be a cocky SOB because he has done nothing. He has done nothing in Detroit. Period. End of story. The end. I'm glad he's gone. Go do something else. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you're about as hot as the fire I got going on right now, so I'll try and cool you down from time to time. Now, let's move on to this week's game. We've got the, I want to say San Diego always. In my heart, they're always the San Diego Chargers, but they are the Los Angeles Chargers, and they're playing the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if they're playing in Los Angeles or Buffalo. Either way, there won't be uh, fans at either stadium because of the, the crazy rules in New York State and the crazy rules in California. So <laughs> there's going to be no fans, so it doesn't matter where they play. They could play in Kansas, you know, and it wouldn't matter. So what do you think is going to happen in this week's game? And we do have two players officially out, Mr. Glass for Buffalo, John Brown, and Cody Ford. Well, yeah, and I heard that uh, Melvin Ingram for the Chargers will be out and another key player for the Chargers. I, I forgot his name, which means I'm a – Piss poor what I do. Hey, I'm not getting paid yet, so too bad. Uh, <laughs> this, ain't no, this ain't no paid job. This is what we do yeah, for fun. Yeah, paid job. <laughs> but, and the, you know, it's funny you mentioned the, the lack of real home field. Again, I hear these sports pundits that when they're making their picks for the week, they, they're like, oh, well, Buffalo's home. They're not home to anybody. Yeah. Nobody's in the stadium. Like, it doesn't matter. They have an intercom system. That's it. They have a PA system that's trying to drum up fake crowd noise. I mean, let's get real here. There is no home field advantage for either team given their situations and their uh, prospective states. So I, I will say this. I'm going to make a prediction right now. I don't like this game for ball. I think the Chargers might be on the verge of getting a little hot, especially with the way Justin Herbert's been playing the, their offense. I don't like this game. There's something about it. I, I just, I don't, and I also don't like that Brown is out because Brown, when Brown is in, he is that key safety net for Josh Allen down the field. And however, yeah, you know, however, that means that the man, Cole Beasley, will definitely be, you know, stepping up and playing a big role in the game. That guy can flat out play. Cole Beasley was a fantastic pickup. Now, on the topic of Justin Herbert and Josh Allen, their stats are almost the same. Justin Herbert has uh, 2,700 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, and a a QB passer rating of 104.7. That's unbelievable for a rookie. 
Josh Allen has about 2,900 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 104 passer rating. So <laughs> they're almost dead equal on their, their stats. So, yeah, Justin wow. Herbert turned out to be a really good quarterback, and I don't think a lot of people expected him to be this far along that quick. Well, and that's where you could say that he gets the advantage over Allen because Allen wasn't anywhere that far advanced his first year. But Allen, Allen was a raw product coming out of Wyoming. He had the st- there was stuff on paper, but it had to be, uh, you know, nurtured. He had to be nursemaided along, and he did. He he was well coached. He took the coaching, and that's where Allen, Allen is. Where in year three. Uh, where Herbert 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 <laughs> Herbert Walker Bush uh, is in, <laughs> a thousand I can't do it a thousand points I can't do it a thousand points of light I can't fuck I can't do it uh, Herbert I swore again Herbert's there already <laughs> in year one but the problem is is teams not finishing games which sucks I mean I remember watching them against the Saints earlier in the year they had that game. And then they just they blew it in the second half that the Chargers did against the Saints. And it's like you look at his numbers and you'd think that they were seven and three right now, right? You're, the, the idea is if your quarterback's playing that well, your record should reflect that. And it it's like the total outlier for the Chargers. Like it they're under five hundred, you know? Yeah, they're the but exact maybe, opposite. So the Chargers are three and seven. Where the Bills are seven and three, but I mean the Bills have got to come out and win this game after that, you know, dissipate, disappointing heartbreaker loss against the Arizona Cardinals. And plus, it's a, it's a game within the AFC, so any sort of tiebreaker, they need to win every AFC game. They, you know, what I mean, they can. I mean, if they're going to lose, it has to be against the NFC. But we, we... well, excuse me, will I belch? Uh, <laughs> the problem is the problem is they were given a gift gift wrapped last weekend during their bye week Miami lost New England lost and so like all those you know those two key teams that especially Miami obviously but even New England because when we get to play Buffalo again at the end of the year just like Miami does they were sniffing them and them losing it, it is a gift and if they don't take advantage of this you know it's like what are you guys doing oh number two running game Big emphasis after last week. Even McDermott was really incensed about the running game not being where it should be. So it's going to be really interesting to see if Brian Dayball, who I really don't care for as an offensive coordinator, and I'm sorry, just going to say it, actually got his head out of his ass and learned how to develop run blocking schemes so they could actually effectively run the ball. Or maybe just call some extra running plays per game. It might not hurt you to do that. I don't know what his major malfunction is there. Judging by the verbiage from McDermott, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get a massive earful, you know, after that loss to Arizona. It's like, where was the running game in the second half of that game? What are you doing? Well, as we talked, not enough. As we talked about before, if you run the clock, you 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 take up some of that clock time. You start running down the clock. If they would have done that more against Arizona, they would have ran the clock out, and Kyler Murray wouldn't have had that chance versus heroics. Now, well, on the flip side. This yeah. this week you can come out passing, but if you're up, you know, fourteen, twenty, or twenty-one points or whatever, 
start to run the ball, kill the damn clock. Like, cause the chargers have an explosive offense. Herbert can, he can bomb it. The guy's got an arm. So, and tomorrow in Buffalo, it's going to be uh, 10 beautiful. Celsius. It's going to be 10 Celsius and sunny. So you're looking at like 50 Fahrenheit. It's going to be a beautiful day. Um, you know, again, not really like Buffalo weather, but we'll take it. We will take it. Yeah. So. Well, we've been saying that for like the last 10 years. Not really Buffalo weather. Let's face no. it, folks. The true Buffalo weather from the 90s is gone. This time in the 90s. <laughs> this time of year in the nineties would have been a blanket snowstorm. Yeah. No questions asked. And Herbert and the Chargers would have lost because not only well, if there's no COVID, not only would you be dealing with the weather elements, which would have kicked their royal asses, but two, you would have been dealing with the true twelfth man that was installed there. It really was something that gave that team an edge. I'm gonna digress again. Well, let's one key let's thing. Well, wait. 12th and 13th man you had the weather and the actual fans in the stadium why yeah i said that fans but here's the thing uh you mentioned kyler murray you know them busting the bills isn't it interesting that the previous week buffalo took care of seattle pretty handedly and then after arizona bested the bills on a last second play arizona had a letdown against seattle this league is so freaking inconsistent, it's not even funny. <laughs> I would never bet any money in the world on these games week to week because it's almost like these players just decide. Like, if you're putting it on paper, if Buffalo can crush Seattle, then, you know, they lose to Arizona, then Arizona probably shouldn't lose to the team they just beat that also crushed Seattle. And they lost. Like, there's no consistency. And this happens all the time. Yeah, so in, in Canada, we've got something legal betting. It's called ProLine. You can bet five bucks, you know, you can do 10 bucks, whatever you want to do. And then you can pick a, a couple games. So I usually do about six, six to eight games because um, obviously I don't put in a big bet. But I've, got, I've gotten some tickets where I've got almost every game wrong because what's happening week to week in the NFL is insane. And then you add in this COVID factor where I'm going to be honest with you right now, folks. I don't think the Pittsburgh. Baltimore game is going to happen. I don't think there's any possible way it's going to happen. I heard that James Conner now just tested positive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's there's like no that way that game sir. is going to be played. Oh, my God. Just, there's no way. So between that and then just the, 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 the true parody of the NFL where it's like, you know, team goes in and beats a team, and then that team beats another team that they shouldn't have beat. It makes no sense. So uh, – I, I really don't know what's going to happen this week, but there is one other super interesting game besides the Bills versus the Chargers. I don't know if you've looked at the schedule yet, but it was actually the matchup that a lot of people thought would happen for the Super Bowl. But after last week, I don't think anybody's thinking about that anymore. At uh, the 4 o'clock game, we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's your thoughts on that? Madonna with meatballs. Yeah, okay. I was thinking about... <laughs> I <laughs> denunzio. Uh, sorry, I, I digress again. Um, sorry, I'm a juvenile delinquent. This podcast, I didn't do my homework. You did, so you win. But yeah, you know it's interesting. Ah, Tampa, hey, can you say that again. I haven't heard that many times in my life. But anyways, keep going. Keep your point. Tam- Tampa Bay <laughs> is again. They're one of those. Dare I say they they sort of emulate the Bills because, like, one week you're like, okay, all right, all right. They're, this is what they, if they do this, 
they're going to win a lot of more games than lose the rest of the way. And and Buffalo and Tampa mirrored each other that way. It's like last week, Tampa, they lose. It's disappointing. It's like week in the last three or four weeks, they've just not. There's no consistency, and it's it's odd to say that about a team that's seven and four, and a team that's seven and three. No, both are seven and four. I don't even know what the record is. <laughs> the Chiefs they tried to open. They tried to open 1955. <laughs> the water was bad. <laughs> The Chiefs? For what? No, I, uh, the the Buccaneers. I'm talking about the yeah, Buccaneers the, the and the Bills. Are, the the Buc- Chiefs are nine and one. The Buccaneers are seven and four. No, I know. I'm talking about Bucks and Bills. It's it's oh, just an okay. odd parallel. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's an odd parallel. That, well, because uh, they they disappoint from week to week. One week they're on fire. You think, oh my god, they're going to the Super Bowl, and then the next week they don't show up. Uh, in the and case, I knew in the case of the Buccaneers, yeah. I think. I think there's some, you know, some poor coaching going on. I really do. <laughs> Your buddy out there, well, Bruce Arians, not that impressed, bud. I had a friend once tell me that uh, I'll look like Bruce Arians when I'm in my 50s, but hopefully without that apparatus bullshit that he's got on his chest. And <laughs> what is he wearing during these games? He looks like Bruce he's in a bad B B movie sci-fi flick. Like, okay, I'm gonna I, I gotta throw out my prediction right now. Okay, if the Buccaneers don't make the playoffs or if they get bounced in the first round, the Buccaneers are gonna fire Bruce Arians and they're gonna bring in. Who do you think, as coach, do, 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 Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator from the New England Patriots. He'll give Tom Brady one more year. I think that is my prediction, and I'm making that bold statement today. What do you think about that? Well, it's going to go one of two ways. I could definitely – I agree with you. If they were to fire Arians to appease Brady <laughs> and keep him one more year, that would make the most sense. However, there's always a chance that Brady just says forget it. I'm done after this year to try and like stop the bleeding of his legacy. I don't because think let's face it, he's already, he's already, he's already thrown it out there for everybody to see that his best years comparatively to this year are behind him. Look at all the interceptions he's thrown. Look at all the sacks he's taken compared to previous years. I mean, it's it's right there for the well, space. The up- so the it's not looking line good. Is terrible, and I just don't think he's in sync with with a lot of these players because again, he doesn't really know them. He hasn't had a lot of time with them. Um, do I still think you know Tom Brady is like a top five quarterback ever? Unfortunately, I do because a lot of those times, you know, he destroyed the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> However, I, I you know I watch football also because I do enjoy great players, and I will say that Tom Brady is a great player. I do think his flaw right now is he doesn't know when to hang it up because he could have easily just retired after that last Super Bowl win. And now you're kind of going down the path of, yes, people are going to be like, okay, old timer, hang it up. So I think he wants to get one more Super Bowl, and uh, I really don't think that's going to happen. You know, I think it'd be very think if that yeah. happened because I think, I think the Chiefs tomorrow are going to absolutely destroy Tampa Bay. That, if I had a pick of the week, that would be my pick of the week. We'll find out next and week. And I'll tell you what, that <laughs> – you're doing a heck of a job, Brody. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. With that game, that will be the perfect snapshot. That if Brady's going to have a prayer of even coming back next year and maybe making another run, that's the game to watch. Because if the Chiefs do obliterate him, you mean to tell me that even if they bring in another coach next year, he's a year. Brady's a year older. They bring in like McDaniel's, like you're saying. 
that that's going to solve. No, it's not. So you watch tomorrow. Tomorrow will tell a tape as to whether or not Mr. Brady has any semblance of a chance to win another Super Bowl. Tomorrow it is. Great job, Ronnie. Yeah, it's it's a huge game, and we're lucky because the Bills are playing at one o'clock, and the Chiefs Tampa Bay game is on at four twenty-five. So we're going to get to watch both games. And next week, everybody tune in to the three people that listen to the podcast, <laughs> and we'll break it down. We'll break down both games, and we'll give you our expert opinion as always. Um, yeah, any other games you're looking forward to this week? No. Uh, to be honest, I was actually going to talk to you about, uh, you know, in terms of movie news, did you hear that, uh, I'm sorry to segue like this folks, but did you hear that Netflix apparently offered $200 million to Warner brothers for Godzilla versus King Kong? Cause they, they, that movie's in the can. It's been finished. Oh, it's done. And, uh, yeah. And they, they turned them down. Basically really? that would have given them most of their budget back but yeah it was it was in the the, the papers the online papers yesterday <laughs> and uh it shows you the state of affairs so it's like the bond folks at mgm wouldn't take the amount of money they were offered from amazon and now i think it was out they shut them down and now warner brothers with their big property godzilla and king kong i got a burp sorry uh so what are we what, like? What's going to happen with the movie industry? It's like they're not going to take any any payout. And I don't blame them right now. That magnitude, and but yet they seen in theaters because there's not really a wide release. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do about that? I don't like it, man. Because you you and I both love going to the theater. Um, we like the experience, you know, you have a drink beforehand, maybe you, maybe you meet up with friends, you eat your popcorn, you have a pop, you really, you really contribute to the, to the industry by going to the movie theater and buying a ticket for, you know, 10 to $20, whatever it ends up being. So I think it's pretty sad because I know that the new Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1984 is, is going to come out, um, in America, at least on HBO Max. And that's going to be absolutely free, included with HBO Max. Obviously, you pay whatever the subscription is. Now, in Canada, where I live, they're going to release it in the movie theaters. But I got a newsflash <laughs> to one of the producers at Wonder Woman 1984. COVID is not under under control here. Like, <laughs> nobody is going to the movie theater. In fact, every time I've driven by the Cineplex Odeon, it's been closed. So I don't know what they're thinking with that move. I think they could have put it on a Canadian streamer. Um, cause I, I would even want, you know, maybe it's Christmas. Maybe they can give us a discount on the movie or pay 10, you know, like a normal price for a movie, 10 to $15. But I think, you know, the whole thing of movies just being released to stream kind of sucks, but when are, when are we going to be able to go to a movie theater again? That's a whole other, you know, segment and questions. Cause I don't know. Just got a warning that my stream is fading, uh, pretty good. So. We might have to cut this one short tonight, but to piggyback off what you said, I was near a movie theater tonight, the only movie theater that's open in central New York, and the lights were on, but literally nobody was home. You could tell nobody was going in and out, and I will say this, though, like, this theater that was in question, they're they're not showing enough, like, if there was a bonafide slate of classic movies planned, I might have actually stuck around and, and gone in and saw one, to be to be real. 
but I'm not going to go in to see some of this new crap that I see that's being put out by Hollywood because a lot of it just looks like junk. It doesn't look like anything me personally would want to see. So can you still hear me, by the way? Yeah, I can hear you, but there definitely is. It is cutting in and out a little bit, but let's continue on with our podcast because technical difficulties are a part of life. And, and if and if there was a, a year of technical difficulties, it would be the year 2020 because this year is fucked. <laughs> so we're just going to keep rolling here, folks. If we cut it yep. out, have a goddamn drink. You know what? It's Saturday night. You shouldn't be at home listening to the podcast anyways. You should be out, well, sorry, in your house having a drink. So maybe you should do that. Anytime we go in I and really, out, have a drink. <laughs> God, I really wish some of these athletic babes that I saw on Target this morning. God, just they were, they were so. I, ever, well, I, I haven't been to a Target. Target. Yeah, I, I am too, but Jesus, I love it. Well, I love it. Like, I got to go to the Target. If I could go across the border, which I can't. I, I see women in there, even with their masks on, that I swear to God, I've never seen anywhere in the rest of the area. It's like they get bust in. Like they're just. <laughs> now, you know what? Now, most of them are married women, so obviously hands off. You got to look for that ring. And if you see the ring, uh, proceed to back away at least five to 10 feet. <laughs> but that's what I do. It's, it's like a big that, shield. Take what? Take that social distance. <laughs> take the social distance of uh, of six feet and make that twelve feet, or just run away. Make, you see the yeah, double it, you <laughs> diaper bag. So I, I uh, put on I'm your like, chin diaper and run away, okay? Because she's married, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I can't, I can't help myself sometimes. So, oh god, movies are basically uh, uh, on a shelf, and we don't know what what the end game really is with that right now. So to transition right back to dovetail us, if the bills happen to win tomorrow, I think without question, the only thing that would derail, well, it, they really won't derail them because if the whole season's canceled, if this, if this thing keeps getting out of hand with COVID and all, and several teams getting it, I think on paper, anyway, they will be declared that they would have made the playoffs otherwise. You know, like if it really gets doomsday, you know, like they can't play. Too many teams have it. But if they win tomorrow, I really think it's like, A, they're going to win the division. Tomorrow's huge. A, they're going to win the division. B, obviously, with that, they make the playoffs and they get a decent seed. And C, I think you can safely say that McDermott, Sean McDermott and his plan with Brandon Bean uh, was executed as as good as you could expect because they would have then made the playoffs three out of the last four years. That's pretty goddamn good compared to 17 years of no playoffs, right? Yeah, I th- I think they're I think the NFL is going to figure this out. I mean, they're a major corporation. We're talking billions of dollars at stake. They have to figure this out. Um, yeah. But if they if they do get past the Chargers and they and they go to the record of eight and three, my God, did they have a crazy December? They're playing the 49ers on Monday night, which should be a win. They're playing the Steelers on Sunday night. That might be a loss. Who knows? They did beat the Steelers last year. Uh, they're playing the Broncos on a Saturday game. That yeah. should be a. Win. They're playing the Patriots after Christmas. That should probably be a win. That's on Monday night again. And then the last game of the season against the Miami Dolphins on January 3rd, 2021. 
So, so, so literally, what you're telling me for basically the whole freaking month of December, they have no home games. Well, it's not really a home game, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> on, on the road against San Fran, yeah. on the road against Denver, and on the road against the Steelers. <laughs> no, wait. Or, no, no Steelers. Steelers, Steelers is at home. But the, what I'm telling you, my Sorry. friend, my so-called friend, is there's three, count them, three primetime games. So what we're going to figure out in the month of December is, A, if the Bills are for real, and B, are they ready for prime time? Because well, those two things are going to go together. Oh, yes. And I told you this earlier in the week. Uh, you probably just disregarded the message because I have a <laughs> penchant for going off randomly. Uh, I'm like, I'm like Matt Foley. Uh, <laughs> it's about the girls from Target again? Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But this is great. Let's not have it any other way. Let's see what they're freaking made of. I want to see. Because last year, they were like Rocky and Rocky 3 where he was fighting a bunch of chumps in route to the playoffs. Let's see what they do with their clubber lang. This slate of games is their clubber lang coming up. Do it the hard way. Get it done. Let's get it out of the way and see. Are they for real? Have they really made it in year three of Josh Allen? Or are they a bunch of slack offs that are gonna, you know, kowtow and collapse are in they the face of adversity. Yeah. That's where we're it, gonna figure out. Exactly. <clears throat> are they he is that what? It's as easy as that. We will it, find out in the month of December. And why not? If Buffalo Bills the GAC game. And if they're ready for primetime, because if they are, then they're going to get a lot of great coverage from that. Because well, they're literally getting me on primetime. Everybody in the league, sorry, everybody in North America is going to know who the Buffalo Bills are by the end of December if they end up playing well. So we'll see what happens. Well, the only other thing that would derail, like I said, would be COVID. You know, if the season gets... Because they, they were saying, I'm not young, did I just yawn during a podcast? I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, uh, they said that uh, 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 there'd be a 16-game, 16 16-team 16 playoff deal that the owners approved because of COVID ramifications. So essentially, they're going to, I guess, group in more teams. I don't even know. I don't even understand Oh, they would this. do like a play-in if, if the se- rest of the season's canceled? Yeah, and it would include 16 teams instead of i guess uh eight per i, I, I thought i thought that was the deal i thought they probably be like january that makes sense yeah i don't know i mean they, yeah, that's if, the other thing they could they could easily back up the super bowl to march right and instead of playing at the beginning of february back up the super bowl month which means you bought yourself an extra month to make up games and do the playoffs. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like in the NBA where they had a quick turnaround. The the season doesn't start again until technically August. And I so, to, to be honest, man, I think what we might be heading towards is a flat out pause on the season of about two to three weeks. Where they tell every team, shut everything down. You better figure out how to tell your stupid play I didn't say stupid players, but a lot like the idiots that are getting uh, in trouble, get a plan in place so that way they know what they can do, what they can't do. So if you shut down for two to three weeks, it pays off. It's not a wasted effort. Um, and then you restart the season at that point. That That's always been, in my eyes, what's probably going to happen is they're going to get to this point where too many teams are having too many uh, uh, explosions of positive cases that they're like, oh, all right, we got a timeout. Let's do a full timeout. And I think you're seeing the initial 
deal with that with what they're saying with this early part of the week. Like every team needs to shut down their facilities for two straight days. I think it's a prelude to kind of what's to come. The next stage would be shut it down for two to three weeks, right? Yeah, they might have to do that. <clears throat> we just said, like, the, the season does – you could go the season much into February, and it's not going to affect many things because they're going to need the revenue from, you know, <laughs> from everything in order to, to keep going. And I'm sure Roger Goodell is thinking about that because the man – he is a money man, right? That's all he cares about. So they might have to do that and then restart the season. Now, on back to your point about boxing, there is a huge boxing match tonight. Are you going to watch it? It's Mike Tyson versus what Roy Roy Roy, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, and here and here here's the the totally deranged aspect of this fight, and this is why I didn't even bring it up. There are no knockdowns allowed. Yeah, I saw that. What does that even mean? I mean. For real, you're going to put this, – this is how no fun 2020 <laughs> is. You get Mike Tyson in a boxing match again, and, oh, oh, here's the rule. No knockdowns are allowed. Why not just cut the balls right off? Let's just do it. Do it in front of everybody. Because, I mean, really, no knockdowns allowed in Mike Tyson's – and Ray Jones Jr., not to – whoa, I don't want to disrespect him either. Both top of their class guys from the eras they were in, no knockdowns allowed. What the hell kind of freaking but how, wacky? how are they even going to control that? <laughs> I mean, what, what? A punch is hard? I don't, you know, it's like, they let's take the fun. Let's suck the excitement and the fun out of everything. Let's neuter everything. And I don't care if anybody has a problem with that. Uh, it just, it just goes right along. It coincides with everything else we're told that we can or cannot do. And uh, so I want, yeah, I have no desire. If somebody actually said, hey, here's a free, you know, voucher for the paper. I'm like, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll read about it tomorrow instead. I'm not going to tune in for a fight that says neither boxer <laughs> can knock each other out. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is pretty absurd. It is pretty absurd. But it is kind of interesting. It's nice that Iron Mike, uh, we'll get some spotlight. We'll get some news he- uh, headlines today, which is pretty cool. But it is just strictly an exhibition. Um, I don't know if it's going to charity or what it is, but to, to have no knockdowns is kind of kind of crazy. But I also understand they're you know two guys in their fifties, and they probably don't want to you know hurt each other. So that might be the aspect of it too. But it's still going to be pretty cool to catch those highlights. I won't be watching it live because I'm not going to spend fifty dollars US on the pay per view, which is like what a thousand dollars Canadian. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm okay on that one. But well. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know anything beyond that, except uh, maybe have another beer and reminisce about those Target girls. Yeah. So let's 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 uh, ask a you know one last question, uh, which everybody at home I'm sure is wondering: uh, What are you drinking tonight? What's your what's your beer choice? Uh, I think I've been down this road before. Voodoo Ranger IPA. Okay. Where's that? New, by New Belgium Brewery. They're out of uh, New York State. And there's too much potency in this beer. So we <laughs> won't talk about how much potency there is. You get to the supermarket? Is it at Trader Joe's? I, they actually had a Target. Again, Target comes <laughs> up again. I like a, hey, a, Target, can you please hey, be a sponsor? It's small business day, and I'm the asshole that keeps bringing up Target. So let's, let's just let's try to like visualize for a second. Instead of big business, think of small business right now. I won't mention that other name ever again. What about uh, the way you ton of... 
Corporation or where the hell that corporation was from. Whalen, Whalen Utani. Yeah. Yeah, man. Whalen Utani. Can we talk about that corporation? Sure, we can. We can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're right at the 40 minute mark. Almost three seconds. Three, two, one, zero. Andy King, have a great night. Hey, you too, my friend. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.